Welcome to Guerrilla Marketing to Women podcast with your host, best-selling author, Wendy Stevens. Wendy has become a multiple seven-figure entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker to Fortune 100 companies, and the CEO and founder of Local Guerrilla Marketing. On Guerrilla Marketing to Women podcast, Wendy and her expert guests share with entrepreneurs, business owners, and marketers like you how to generate more leads and convert more sales by working smarter, not harder, through Guerrilla Marketing to Women. Wendy teaches, trains, and coaches you personally how to do this through interviews with world-class expert marketers to attract more leads and convert more sales. Tune in every week as Wendy and her expert guests share exactly how to use clever, well-designed strategies to market smart, not hard, to the most affluent consumer group in history, women. Make sure to head over to www.GorillaMarketingToWomen.com to subscribe and receive free updates from Wendy herself on how to generate more leads and convert more sales with video, mobile, and social media marketing. Now, here she is. Wendy Stevens. So, Linda, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, and how you became an entrepreneur in the first place? Okay. I grew up in a small town, which means my closest neighbors were one to two miles away on a farm, dairy farm to be correct. And as a child, it was a great childhood, so don't get me wrong. I had a wonderful time, but in the same breath, I kept seeing the future, and I wanted so far off the farm I didn't want to marry another farmer down the street. I I wanted to get off the farm. So me, I choose the furthest point away in the States for, for me where I was in Colorado. I chose to go to Florida, the southern tip of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I wanted just as far off of the farm as I could get. And then decided that Okay, well, I kind of missed the farm once I was in Florida, but decided that I needed to make something happen because I wasn't going to let my family down because that's just the way things were. Like if I I had to make something happen to become something if I was going to be that far away from the farm. And that's how this idea came about because I was constantly trying to think of something and I just so happened to have a couple Dobermans at the time that were too big. 140-pound dobies that were just two big goofus, goofus balls. <laughs> Everybody knows. I love that. Big, when you have a big dog, they're just goofuses because they're, like, all flopping all over the place. <laughs> and at that time, I just had to take them into the veterinarian's office to get their medicines and found out that, you know, why why do I need to take these dogs into the veterinarian when... I should be able to just call up, like I could call up to Walgreens and have this prescription redone. Mm -hmm. So that's how this came about, is is these two big Dobermans and not having the 
the the idea of doing that until I did take them into the veterinarian office. It just happened as it, as I was going. It's like okay, well, and then my checkout it was over a hundred 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 twenty dollars just for the two W's, just for a couple of medicines. And I was like, this is astronomical. Uh, how can this be? I, I mean, really, you have to. I, I could not get over it that how much money it was just to take them in to get their medicines when, you know, you can go to a Walgreens or an Eckerd's and get medicines, but they didn't have that for, for dogs. So that's where the, the light bulb went off for me. You know, on the light bulb, we have to really make a mental note of this. I mean, 1996, that was some real money, you know, particularly when there wasn't really any service or exchange there. It was just punching a ticket and being able to have the right to get that medicine again, right? Right, right. But I can totally see, my my mother, Linda, by the way, grew up on a farm in the Eastern Shore of Maryland, so I can see you growing up, you know, on the farm, love of animals, so there you've got these two big doofus Dobermans that had <laughs> absolutely delicious. But so you're also, you're around the farm and, and you around veterinarians, I would guess, around the animals. Right. Is that, yeah? Right. Okay. Right. So, so really you had the experience, the exposure with the farm, um, your love of animals, the ridiculousness of having to punch that ticket. Um, so what were, some, what were some of the early steps? I mean, how did you even know where to begin? What, who were some people that you bumped into or ideas that you got or advice that was given to you? I know that you happen to have a veterinarian that was in the family. Is that right? Well, yes, I, I grew up with veterinarians. My brother's a veterinarian and my sister, my brother-in-laws are veterinarians, but they, they go to the next level. They do the embryo transfers. So, but yes, growing up on a farm and a ranch, I had veterinarians around me all the time and the people who love animals. So, you know, you come to Florida and not everybody loves animals because you're in the city, but the people that you do come into contact with hopefully are the ones who love animals, and that's, that's how that comes about. Yeah, so I, I totally can see the, the interest, the passion, and then really the opportunity, that moment struck. So, but, you know, Linda, most people get an idea and then don't do anything about it. And I heard you earlier mention, you know, gee, just, just keep going, right? Keep persisting. But sometimes you have to just take some initiative, so, you know, what advice would you have for women? Because, you know, Sheryl Sandberg, this whole book that she's written, who's the CEO of Facebook, um, the book called Lean In, it's absolutely amazing to me, Linda, wherever I go, whether it's Internet marketing conferences or speaking on in marketing in general, it's interesting that men will raise their hands and ask questions five times more than women will. So it's interesting that... Sometimes taking the initiative, even just to ask questions and figure things out. You know, sometimes we were taught, well, that's not polite. You know, little girls are, you know, where you're just right, just right, and you have your bow. And but we have to break through those molds sometimes, and and still be, you know, an amazing, wonderful woman, right? But that doesn't mean that being a powerful um, woman entrepreneur means we have to be any less feminine or or wonderful. So. How do you reconcile? Because if someone can see you right now, and they will on their expert page, because by the way, Linda, we're going to give away a wonderful little gift to you and I. We're going to co-create a cool thing about how to run with your idea. Don't worry, I'll send it oh, over to oh. you. For, 
<laughs> so, by the okay. way, if, if you want to yeah, so get the inside scoop on a great all-American female entrepreneur success story, make sure you go over to girlmarketingswomen.com, opt in, subscribe to the show, and I'll have something wonderful there for you um, on launching and taking off with an idea. But, Linda, you've got lots of ideas in you. You've got other, I, I think, I, I, I watch your brain spin and I go, oh, man, there's just like a whole library of incredible things that, that can be done. How you pick your next calling, how you choose where you're going to put your time going forward. I know there's a women's empowerment piece inside of you. Um, I know that I'm going to put together a Facebook fan page when you land that helicopter on a yacht. I know that's going to happen. But how do you choose? Yeah, how do you choose the next thing, Linda? What is it that draws you or calls you today? Well, for me, Wendy, it, it might sound kind of crazy, but ever since I was a child, I've always been driven by a male-dominated field because they always put the women down, and I've always been driven that. I can do just what you can do too. As you know, I can do whatever the man can do, maybe better. And I've mm. always been driven by male-dominated fields. And you know, years ago, I used to appraise commercial property because it was all male-driven, and I was always the underdog. And I guess what I'm getting at is, I, I seem to thrive better at the underdog because I, I'm always. You know, I'm always the cheerleader for the underdogs because if nobody wants to cheer for them, they always want the, the heroes. And a lot of times now, I feel like the women are the underdogs. And, you know, all we have to do is keep moving forward. And even if it feels like it would be easier just to lay down and give up, we have to move forward. And we have to continually push this. Well, Linda, I love this whole conversation because... You know, there's too big of a gap between Gloria Steinem and Sheryl Sandenberg. And the whole conversation about women's empowerment has actually been in a holding pattern. There are fewer than 3% of CEOs today in this country are women. Yet, we make, according to Comstore.com, 85% of all consumer purchases. According to Mass Mutual Insurance, by 2015, three-quarters of this country's wealth will be in the direct purse strings of women. There's a double transfer of wealth happening from inheritance and spouses, etc. So there's a very unique demographic when the baby boomer women, the most affluent consumer group in U.S. history. So we have, we have the purse strings flopping around, yet the leadership roles continue to be way less than second class. So, Linda, let me ask you, here we've got equality of, of opportunity in terms of starting a business online. It's never been easier for a woman to start a business. But access, intimacy, access, mentorship, you know, what, what is it that you would encourage a young gal today that wants to follow, you know, her, what she, what's driving her, whether it's once she wants to get out and and see the world, travel, whatever, would you say follow your instincts, follow your, your gut instincts? What would you offer there? I would say chase your dreams and take it as a journey and remember things can turn in an instant and it can always be turned around for the better. 
and just keep moving forward. Hmm. Even when life has its small speed bumps, you keep moving forward and things will turn around as long as you stay positive. Hmm. Linda, I wouldn't ask this of most guests, but I want to I want to ask you this. What do you think what do you think it is that we need to do in this country to close the leadership gap? Because I really hear a passion in your voice about not being limited. I, I, I really feel, Wendy, that, okay, men are an asset to women, of course. We, we get married. We have a family with them. But in the same breath, that the, the, the ideal man is going to let their woman grow and be who they want to be, not just somebody under their thumbprint. They have to grow together. And I guess what I'm saying is, is a woman can't lose her identity just because she meets her man. Mm. And once you lose that identity, it is difficult to get that identity back and to get your own thing going because you seem to succumb to their world. And I just think that the ideal situation is to have your identity do what you are passionate about and if a man enters your life, then that's just an added bonus for both mm. of you. And so, so often, and I can speak from experience and my girlfriends, that we've been many times where we've succumbed to getting rid of our identities and just mm. becoming the wife. And for me, that's not good enough. I, I can't do that again, and I won't do that again. But, you know, I think... Two separate identities only bring the best out in the two people. Hmm. Hmm. So, you know, Linda, I resemble some of those comments. You know, I'm, I'm the woman that got um, that most wonderful thing ever are, are my two beautiful kids, you know, but I took a whole step out of my identity for a decade. And that's a conversation right. that many women, many many female entrepreneurs, um, many <laughs> many business owners that are looking to market effectively to women, you know, recognize this conversation. There are women that, that step out of the workforce into a marriage and then step out of a marriage to figuring out a way to take care of a couple of kids, right, in order to be in a healthy place. So I'm hearing you talk about reclaiming your voice reclaiming your identity, reclaiming your space. How important is that conversation as we're growing the leadership pie and leadership, I mean leadership opportunities for young women around the world? How important is that to talk about, you know, really being connected to who you are and what you're called to do and and giving that person, giving that little girl or that young woman a voice back? Well, I, I would say reclaiming but let me backtrack. I would say never losing your title or your identity is even more important than reclaiming it. To always hold on to that and not lose it because once you lose it, you have to reclaim it. And I just believe in never lose your identity and don't succumb to somebody else's life because you have, we're all brought into this world alone and we're all going to leave alone. And to have somebody next to your side is just a bonus to embellish your life. But at the end of the day, we're all going to leave alone. Wow. So 
if we're actually going to be, you know, playing to an audience of one, Linda, um, if I'm a new female entrepreneur listening to this podcast, I'm aspiring to find something wonderful, something amazing, something far-reaching like 1-800-PET-MEDS, what would you say are the top couple of um, characteristics that would be important for a woman looking to keep her voice, keep the essence of who she is, remain in that space, and be powerful? That comes to mind when I think of you, by the way. I think of you on your path, being who you are, maintaining your voice, what, what advice would you offer for, for an entrepreneur that wants to make sure, you know, it's kind of bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and still help that guy remember that he's a man? You know? Was, <laughs> sorry, I, I can't believe that, that ditty no, came to my head. That, that's okay. It gets the point across. <laughs> I would say is to always stay positive and keep moving forward. And even if you feel like laying down and giving up, that you just have to keep moving forward because, you know, it's all going to come out good. The minute that you start thinking negative, it's just going to go spiral down negative. You have to stay positive and just keep thinking towards the future. I mean, right that's on. the best the best words I can think of is, is just to stay positive. The, the power of positive thinking is tremendous. And people don't understand that until you try it. If you think negative, it's going to be negative. If you think positive, it's going to be positive. And if you think it, it can become it. And right. I truly believe that. Well, have you to actually have a positive have... support group. To have positive people around you that will can say, you know what, things are going okay. Even though you want to hear like, so, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, you don't don't really want to hear that. You need to say, you know, you're gonna everything's gonna be fine. You don't you don't want to hear any negative tone. And and I mean, I've gone through all that tenfold. Right on. I love it, Linda. If you can see it, you can believe it. If you can take action, you can achieve it. Staying focused, staying positive, staying connected to your goals never giving up, knowing speed bumps are going to be there. They're just going to happen and embrace them because it actually means you're moving and you're headed towards your goal. Is that part of what I'm hearing you wrap up? Uh, Quote, unquote. I wish I could have said it just like you did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, listen, Linda, I'd love to have you back for round two. Are you up for that in the coming months? Yeah, I'm I'm up for that because I probably am going to have something else that I'm going to like come up with because it's in it's on the mixer right now. <laughs> oh, good, right on. So you heard it straight here live in the moment at the Gorilla Marketing to Women podcast. You're going to hear back again from Linda Mariano. Um, Linda, thank you. Appreciate you being here very much. So for everyone else, we will see you next Friday on the podcast. Make it a great day. You absolutely deserve it. That's a wrap for this week's podcast of Guerrilla Marketing to Women. We would be honored for you to leave a five-star review on iTunes on our show. Be sure to subscribe to our show to hear from Wendy Stevens and her star-studded cast of experts each week. Go to www.guerrillamarketingtowomen.com 
to get up-to-the-minute marketing strategies and tactics to generate more leads, more sales, and bigger profits. That's www.gorillamarketingtowomen.com.